Timothy chapter 1, verse 9. It says, Who has saved us and called us with a holy call, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. This is our scripture for the year. And in this scripture, it is in God's purpose and grace for his church to praise him continually. It is in God's purpose and grace for his church. Who's the church? Abundant Living Ministry has been called by his name to praise him continually. Now, we started this whole thing about praise in Psalms 150. Now, in Psalms 150, 1 through 6, it says, Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the ferment of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with this psalmstery of heart. Praise him with the tambourine and dance. Praise him with the strings, instruments, and organs. Praise him upon the loud cymbals. Praise him upon the high-sounding cymbals. Let everything that have breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. We see the importance of about, about praising the Lord. No matter where you are at, you need to always have an attitude of praise to your God. You need to have an attitude of praise. Now, also in Psalms 150, we've learned that 13 times in six verses, it talks about, about the strong focus of praise, 13 times. Now, in this praise, there's always, you go, there's always going to be a where, a why, and a how. Where we praise Him, why we praise Him, and how we praise Him. And that's important in everyday living, is where are we going to praise God? Well, we're pray, we praise God everywhere. That's where we're going to praise God. Wherever you go, I don't care if you're at the gas station putting gas in your car. You're praising God. Why? Because you have the ability to put gas in your car. Amen? Amen? You have the money to put gas in your car, even if it's at $3. Even if God forbid, because you gotta have that that you gotta have that sophisticated car, and it only takes high test, and that's at three oh five, that's at three whatever. Thank you, Jesus. I'm able to put high test in my car, or you're the middle grade, whatever it is, or those that drive diesel. Hey, praise God. Or you like that corn gas, whatever it is, whatever the gas you made out of corn. I don't care, ethanol. Praise God. I mean, I mean, I'm saying these things because where do we praise God? Everywhere. Why do we praise God? Why do we do it? Because of his acts of power every day. God's power is working right now. Not just here, but all over. Why? Because God's everywhere. We, 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 we praise him in the where and the praise him in the why. And how do we do it? With, every, with all our breath. <laughs> However you want to do it. Hey, there's a reason why God gave me that, okay? It doesn't matter. It's all about praise. And it shows forth your attitude of why you love God. It is your testimony. Your, your praise is a testimony that no matter what is going on, you're going to lift up your hands and you're going to praise God. You're not going to let what you see, what you hear, what's going on in the world stop you from praising God. 
Yes, you will be looked at as like, how can you praise God in the midst of what's going on? Watch me. Let me show you how to do it. Let me show you because people don't know how to praise. They've forgotten how to praise. Or they're praising the wrong thing. And that's very easy to do, to praise the wrong thing. But there's only one thing that wants our praise, and that's God. And when you praise God, God is going to respond. Amen. God's already responding. Whether you have faith enough to receive it, it does not change who God is. He always responds to people that praise him. He inhabits us. He inhabits this, this place with those that praise him. What sound did you make for the Lord today by praising him? What kind of sound did you make today? What kind of sound did you make today for the Lord when it came to praising him? Your praise has a purpose, plan and expectation. When we praise, we are prophetically, respectfully invoking scriptural evidence. Remember what I said, praise is not a noise. It, is, it has a where, a why, and a how meaning. I want you to understand that. Praise is not a noise. Your praise is not a noise. To the world, it may sound like a noise, but to God, it is a where, a why, and a how. And when you learn how to go, go beyond what you see and what you hear and say, you know what? I am going to praise my heavenly father just because of who he is. He is God because of his, his marvelous acts of grace, his love. He loves us. And think about it. All he wants you to do is just recognize him. How do you recognize him? Through your praise. Now, here we go. You ready? I've done my preaching. Psalms 34. What revelation, here we go, you ready? What revelation of the where, why, and how meaning of chapter 34 in Psalms did you get today? In your studying, in your time of reading and studying and praying and speaking and sowing, what revelation of the where, why, and how meaning of chapter 34 of Psalms did you get? No matter the situation, good or bad, we never stop praising our God. Good or bad, nothing is impossible for God. He will see us through it all. He will see us through it all. Okay, who's ready? Who's ready to be first? All right, thank you. Hallelujah. Look. Mm. Thank God it's a man. Hallelujah. Thank you. I, no, no, no. You don't understand. It's always a woman running up here first. And, and I, I thank God for the women. I thank God for the women. Don't misunderstand it. I know that's, you know, counterculture. I know that's not, you know, I, I know, I, but I don't follow that junk anyway. But anyway. Thank you very much. All right. Uh, praise God. I came with this uh, chapter. I'll hold it. Um, okay. There you go. Uh, what, what it says in the Psalms 34, it says, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivered him out of them all. Verse that, 19. Verse 19, yes. Uh, that applies to me because I was going through uh, COVID-19 for 20 days. Okay, you can, can hold this now. I'll hold this. There you go. 
And uh, uh, it brought me down to my knees, brought me down to a lot of repentance. I called a lot of people in the church. If I did anything wrong to them, not because I was going to die, we didn't want to die, <laughs> but uh, out of uh, what, what the Lord was dealing with me. So I was afflicted for 20 days, and it's not very nice. People don't understand, it's terrible, especially when you want to work. But anyway, so I praise God for that. I pray, of course, and you praise him in the mornings and at night, and whenever you feel like it, as to the ability to have it. And that's what God Almighty did to me because I was afflicted. So that is the verse. I was afflicted, and God Almighty delivered me of that situation when you see. Amen. And that happened to me. Amen. 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 Praise God. Look at that. He found the scripture that ministered to him. And through the revelation, look at it. Now he's testifying of it. This is what I was asking that you look. What, okay, where, 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 where am I at in this Psalms 34? Where am I at, God, in Psalms 34? How, 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 how am I going to do this? I mean, where, why, why, okay, why, why? And how am I going to testify of it? And as you see, you saw the first one. Who's next? Okay, brother Jerome. Boy, man, hallelujah. <laughs> Booyah, man, coming forth. Hallelujah. Because, you know, I got to say that because the LOI ladies, and I love all you ladies, but I mean, it's time for the FOM. Hallelujah. The new, the new fishes of men step up. Go ahead. Well, in Psalm, in, uh, in verse 3, it says, Oh, magnify the Lord. Mm -hmm. And too often we magnify our situation and circumstances. Mm -hmm. And before we know it, it's standing over us like a giant. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I got caught up in the praising the Lord that I was uh, in Boca Raton, and I got caught up in praising. As a matter of fact, when I came out of it, I was like, I'm still in Boca? You know, I, I, you know, I asked myself, well, I'm still in Boca. But uh, anyway, God spoke to me. He said, I, the Lord, dwell in your praises. I hear the calls of distress among you. Continue to seek me. Go deep into the praises of me where nothing else matters. Hallelujah. And he say, when you do that, I will chase your fears away with my love. Because his love catches out fear. Amen. Okay. And he say, for your affliction, they shall vanish into thin air. And you will arise and be a witness of me. The loss will be drawn to you for my glory. For you have enlarged me in your praise. Hallelujah. Praise God. Wow. 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 Come on. Next. Come on. Come on. Run up here, brother. Come on. What do you want me to hold? Okay. Go ahead. What do you want me to hold? Boy, boy, you came prepared. You got a minute. <laughs> here, here. Put it over here. Put it over Put it over here, yeah. Make it easier. Just read the verses for me, but I changed my mind. Okay. Oh, well, he changed his mind. I changed my mind. Okay, there you go. Okay, there you go. Verse 1, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. That word continually, it's interesting. It says to stretch, continuance, extension, employment. How many of you feel stretched tonight? I mean, God is stretching me. I know he's stretching the people in this church. He's stretching me in my giving. 
He's stretching me in my prayers. He's stretching me in my witnessing. I mean, it's every area of my life, and I, I sense the, the work of the Holy Spirit. It's a continuance. It's an extension. He wants to extend us beyond ourselves, beyond the norm, into the new. This is not a, a normal thing. This is a new thing. This is a spiritual thing. And, and the, the thing we can be at peace with is that this is employment. We're working for God. We're working for his kingdom. Okay, and there's benefits, major benefits that here and in heaven. And the second verse, it says, My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. <laughs> we already know that not everybody's going to appreciate our praise when we're out in the world praising the Lord. But the humble will hear thereof and be glad. That word humble is interesting. It means depressed in mind or circumstances, gentle, needy, lowly. These people who are depressed in mind, needy and lowly, when we praise the Lord, they're going to brighten up. They're going to stand up erect and say, hey, that, that's, that's, an, that's encouragement. I hear that encouraging praise, and that's bringing me up. So we need to praise the Lord out in the world so these people can hear us and be encouraged. Now, one more point. I didn't want to go too long. <laughs> this is verse number Don't four. Don't take everybody's. <laughs> <laughs> one more point. Verse, verse four. It says, I sought the Lord, and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. That word sought, another interesting word. It means to tread or frequent, frequent, to worship. Now, when you tread on something and when you're making a, a way through something, sometimes it will make a path. If you continue on, that, on making that treading a lot, like walking in a yard a certain path, you'll make a path, you'll make an impression. And when you make that impression, you're making a hole. And when you make a hole, you're making a void. Amen. And when you make that void, you're giving God something to work with. Amen. You're creating a miracle. That's awesome. A miracle is coming forth because you are making a hole in God. Okay? Amen. When you make that impression in God with your faith. Amen. Go. Keep going, man. I'm like. When you make that impression. I'm not preaching tonight. With God with your faith. You can expect God to move on your behalf because it takes an impression. It takes a hold. And when you make that impression whole, you're going to have a miracle. Amen. Come on, let's give God praise for that. What a word. What a word. What a word. Look at that. Mama's already looking at us. It's like Mary. It's like Mary in the Bible. Jesus, talk to my son Jesus. Talk to my son. Any other men? Okay, ladies. Come on, come here. So, I knew I wasn't going to write an essay because I was reading them. But Monday night, I was getting ready to go to sleep. And I said, okay, Pastor Pat, I said to do the homework, so I'm going to read it. It, ha it was late. And um, for a couple of you, people have asked, how has work been? And continuously this year, I've said, this has been, out of 20 years, this has been the most difficult year, yet the best year of my life at the college. And they said, why? And I said, you know, I took advantage of the online 
the virtual hours, meeting students face-to-face -face virtually. And every day, it was always a praise report. There has never been a day since August that I've never gone without a praise report. Because someone said, thank you, you changed my life. And even my student leadership team from a mentoring program, God gave me Christians, and then he gave me some non-Christians. And they would call me, and we would talk about God. So when I laid down, the first verse I read, his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Hallelujah. And I began to say, Lord, every day I praise you. No matter what's going on, no matter how tired I am, I said, God is good. Amen. People say, how's it going at work? God is still good. I'm tired, but God is good. I praise him. And sometimes I would just turn off a computer or meet with a student and my kids would be like, are you crying again? And I said, because God is so good. I touched someone's life today. I mean, either younger kids that are mentally distressed or older parents that, and Christian people, people who know the Lord, who need a way. God had given me a way to speak to them. And I would say, can I pray with you every single week? Never a time, and which is why I would have no time to grade. But then last week, I said, Lord, I can't. I quit. I can't do this anymore. I can't keep going to bed so late and pushing. I quit. And I start to cry. And the Lord said, why are you crying? And Pastor Thad had not even talked about Psalm 34. And I got to the, to the I think it's verse, I, I outlined it. It, it. Verse 15. The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous, and his eyes are upon their cry. Amen. And I said, Lord, and I kept telling, I was praying with a student, and I was saying, yes, your tears, God sees your tears. They're bottled up. He sees every single tear. And God brought me right back to that scripture. Amen. I praise God that he put me where he put me. I praise him that he prepared me. I didn't know what he was doing technologically but he prepared me that I could reach the loss, even through a screen, through events, through everything. And I'm just forever grateful to him that he put me in that position. I can never repay him for what he has done this year. Amen. God is awesome. Amen. All of us are going through a difficult time at work, but if we would just see God's goodness in the midst of what's going on, he'll Amen. just bless what you're doing. Amen. And he'll cause people to be saved. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. One second. I got that. Come here, Eliza. Come here, hold on, hold on. Eliza, here you go. Hi. Hi, everyone. I'm, I'm Eliza. Okay. Preach. You got it? You got it? Okay. You got it? Got it? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, um, Psalms 34. So this is a homework that we were given. And um, uh, there's a few verses in here that really um, reached out to me. Verse 4 that says, I sought the Lord, and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Fear. And I, I, I like when I, you know, we used to have a... Um, a prayer meeting. And every time that we would pray, we would come to church, and Bishop would mention something about it. 
So that is so good. But anyway, the song that we were singing here, Delivering You From All Your Fear, there was a few verses that says about, talks about fear. And I have to say that fear was one of my enemy, was one of mm -hmm. my enemy. I'm afraid of heights and going in a helicopter over the uh, Everglades to get a baby in uh, Key West. I was, he was going, in, going in a, in a Learjet to Bahamas when my husband used to work for the, um, uh, the airlines and he, they were grounded yet we're flying as medical. It wasn't good, but I was fearful. And I will tell my nurse, I am not leaving here until we pray. You better hold my hand because we ain't leaving <laughs> until we pray. I was fear. Okay, so the Lord opened this to me. And um, David said, there's a few verses, verse 4, verse 7, verse 9. And I just want to read verse 7. It says, the angel of the Lord encamped about and camp around all those who fear him and delivers them. I was delivered. Yes, yeah. I was. Verse 9, he said, Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints. There is no want to those who fear him. Those are two really important verses to me. And I like it that he put verse 8 in between 7 and 9. You know, seven, yes, it says, mm -hmm. taste, oh, and taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts Trust in, in him. So fear is gone. Fear, is, it has to go. Amen. Amen. It has to go. Amen. Amen. I remember when my children were young, the Pac-Man, the Pac-Man, you know, how he used to eat, eat, eat. Well, God, the fear of God should remove all other fear. Amen. Only the fear of God should stand. Amen. Only the fear of God should stand. Amen. Every other fear is gone because Amen. God's is here and his fear is ultimate. He's the ultimate. Amen. Okay? He's the ultimate. Amen. Okay. So, <clears throat> Psalms um, 84 verse 11 says, No good thing will he withhold when you walk uprightly. Okay? Psalms 112 verse 1, Blessed is the man <laughs> who feared the Lord, who delight really in his commandment. Now, the fear of the Lord means that you are going to follow the commandments of the Lord. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. That's what it is. Yep. Amen. The fear of the Lord means that you're following the commandments of the Lord. And that is what has gotten me through a lot of things. I mean, I, I love my babies, but, you know, yeah. <laughs> Praise God. Okay, so. <laughs> Praise God. David, um, when he wrote this this year, I am reminded of Daniel, because remember, it was it was uh, in, in Daniel would pray three times a day, and the 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 government tried to put fear of of the government on them, but he said, uh, -uh I'm praying anyway. So he prayed. He got in trouble, but God delivered him. Amen. Okay. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They were supposed to bow. I ain't bowing, they said. God delivered them. Okay? So that's what we're going to do with fear. Like a Pac-Man, we're going to just erase all, all the other fears. And the ultimate fear, the fear Amen. of God, is going to stand. Yes! Amen. 
Praise God. Awesome. That's good. Hey, it's what God showed you. Praise God. Praise God. Hold on. Okay. Come here. Come here, Velma. Come on. Run up here, Velma. Come on, Velma. Well, ha. <laughs> Make it short and sweet because just uh, like you. <laughs> <laughs> sweet. <laughs> Verse 19 also uh, caught my attention when it says, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. It lets me know that we may be afflicted, but we won't stay in it because He's going to deliver Amen. us. Hallelujah. And that's what we have to hold fast on to. And that just gave me hope. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Come on, you. Yeah, you. Yeah. Hello, everyone. This Psalms came in on a real good time this week for us. Um, from Sunday to today, it's been hell and water. Electricity went in my mom's house, two leaks in the roof. What else broke, honey? I don't know. My daughter got um, exposed to COVID. They're positive, all of them, the whole family. Wow. So as I was sitting in bed, I was looking at the Psalms and I'm saying, really? Praise you, Lord. Because my desire was to crawl into bed and just be fearful because it's been a heck of a start for the year, right? But God began to speak to me. And he began to say, I want you to start remembering where I brought you from. I want you to start remembering how I deliver you from those things that were keeping you in darkness. I want you to go even to 1 Samuel 21, 10, and begin to read about why David wrote the Psalms. And if you go there, you will discover that he was what? About to get killed, right? And he had to do something really weird. He had to pretend that he was mad. But what caught my attention was this. I love to look for definitions of names and words. And the name Abimelech in the Hebrew says that it means my father is king. So when he stood as a crazy man in front of Abimelech, and Abimelech said, get him out of my way, he's mad. What God was telling David was, I am your king. I am your father. I am delivering you. And for that reason, he went then and he wrote Psalms and he had to boast about how good God was. Hallelujah. So bottom line, this is the bottom line of what God told me. He knows every detail of our lives, every single one of them each day. As he loaded us for benefits, he also makes a way out of trouble. Amen. And all we need to do is this, seek him, trust him, because he will deliver you from your circumstances. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Okay, come here. Come on, Rosemary. Come on. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with, hey, bring it out. Oh, yeah. I'm a bringer. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Leave me alone. Oh. Hey, hey, hey. Okay, come on, mom. Come on, come on. Okay, <laughs> Psalms 34. I read the Psalms, and when I finished reading the Psalms, I asked God. I said, God, I've been taught 
that there are secrets in your word. So I want to know the secret. I don't want to know the surface. I want to know the secret. I want to go deep mm -hmm. into your word. So first he gave me this, this thought. He said, through prayer, praise, worship, and thanksgiving, I can reach a point where I live in him. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Woo, for him we live and move and have Hallelujah. our being. So he took me to Psalms, I mean to Psalms 34, verse 8, where David said, taste and see that the Lord is good. When you taste something, you're putting it inside of you, okay? In that same verse, David said, blessed is the man that trusts in him. When I put my trust in him and bless the Lord, oh, my soul and all that is within me and bless his holy name. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my soul <laughs> and all that is within me, as Psalms 103 says. Now I've moved from putting him inside me to living inside him and that's the secret living inside him every day we can live inside of him Amen. we can reach a point where our prayer and our praise and our worship elevates us to another level to a level where we walk in the spirit talk in the spirit see in the spirit that's where i want to be Amen. and that's where we all want to be hallelujah in jesus name Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. In this section? That was your, that was your testimony right there. <laughs> okay. Sharon, come on, Sharon. I need some men, brother. Come on, I need some men. Okay. Good evening, everyone. I mean, hello. I'm not... <laughs> That's homework. I'm not taking Give me a synopsis of that. <laughs> Trust me. Um, well, basically, when uh, he, he said to pray about Psalms 34, God led me actually out of Psalms 34, and basically what uh, Sister Susie said led me to First uh, Samuel First 21. Samuel. Mm -hmm. And if you read the first verse of Psalm 34, I couldn't get really past that. I really did a study on that. And where it said, he said, I will bless the Lord at all times. He will praise, his praise shall continually be in my mouth. But if you read before that, it gives you where, when, when, why David read that psalm, why he wrote that psalm. And he said in the King James Version, when he changed his behavior before Abimelech the king, who drove him away and he departed. If you understand going to 1 Samuel 21, why, why he wrote this, David was fleeing from King Saul because he was feared that Saul was going to kill him. And so he fled to Gath. And Gath is the land of the Philistines. And it was the hometown of Goliath, which David killed. And so why would God lead him here? If you understand what Gath is, Gath means winepress. So it was a time where God was taking David to be pressed. And he had to stay there. But one thing that I was really uh, interested about was if you go to Sir Samuel 21:12, it said, 
He was very much afraid of Akish, the king of Gath. But then in verse 13, it said, what, that's what stood out to me the most. He changed his behavior before them, pretended madness in their hands. So if something happened between verse 12, where he was afraid, and verse 13, where he changed his behavior, and he showed madness to get out of his situation, and that's when the king let him go. That change of behavior is we, we have to basically, in our own situation, we have to change our behavior. We have to change. No matter what circumstance we're seeing, what's going on, what may be causing that fear that David saw, we have to stop and say, no. Instead of focusing on that fear, David started to praise him. And you can see that because in Psalm 56, believe it or not, if you do a study, Psalm 56 is when he was in, in Gath, is when he, was, he wrote Psalm 56. And you can see in, in that psalm that he was fearful. And one of the psalms that he, he, um, he basically was saying that his focus was not, an, uh, was not on the Lord. Because in Psalm 56, 1, he said, Be merciful to me, O God, for man would swallow me up. Fighting all day, he oppresses me. That doesn't sound like faith. That sounds like fear. But, when, but at the, near the end of that psalm, of Psalm 56, he says, In God I have put my trust. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? So he changed his attitude, he changed his behavior, and started to praise the Lord, started focusing on him. And we have to do the same thing in our situation. And God showed that to me because of what the situation I've been through, which I've been able to share. COVID, I didn't have COVID, um, but me personally have been affected financially where I lost my job through COVID. And that was last year of April 24. And I still am not employed, but right now, this whole time, as it says in Psalms 34, when you don't fear, if you would fear the Lord and you put him first and seek him, you will not lack anything, you will not want anything. And I can say here that God has provided for me. I have no bills. I have no lack. I can pay my mortgage. I can pay my car. I can pay any bills. And I can't tell you how God has done it, but he has blessed me. And I know because of all the sowing, the tithing and the giving that I have got, got, gotten, God has given it back to me and then some, and I know he's not done. And he can do the same thing for you no matter what situation you're in. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Josh, isn't this fun? I th I'm enjoying this. I, I was beside myself. I didn't know what to do today. I was like, I'm not preaching tonight. I was like, man, I felt a little jealous. <laughs> But then I got excited. I'm like, yes, I get to hear ALMers. Come on. Uh, well, I'm so loud. I know. Come on. Um, but anyway, um, so I was reading this psalm. And yes, it, I, I started reading the background of the psalm and how David was, you know, he had, he had to act like a crazy person. Well, that wasn't very far off for David anyways. I mean, we kind of saw like David, David would acted crazy in, you know, before the Lord. He danced until his clothes came off. So, I mean, for that, that's not out of character for him. Uh, but anyway, so I, I just kind of had this picture of, of David in just that way. He was just an intense person and, in, uh, and a passionate person for the Lord and how he would constantly dance. I'm, gonna, I'm reading out of the New Living Translation, so it's a little bit different. Um, I just kind of wanted to get a, a different perspective. But in verse 5, it says, those who look to him for help will be radiant with joy. 
No shadow of shame will darken their faces. And David had no shame. Right, he, he, he chased after God with reckless abandon. He always wanted to be in the presence of God. And when he would worship God, I could, you know, I could just picture in my mind that radiance of joy on his face. He just had a joy about him. And that's how we need to be in every situation and every circumstance. I mean, I know for, for me and my family over this last year has been a difficult time. But I can, I can say that we have been blessed. We've been really blessed over this last year. I was able to uh, work from home. I've been able to work from home now. They just made my job now permanently working from home. So I've had, I don't have to drive to get to work anymore. I'm working from home. I get to see my family a lot more. I get to spend more time with my kids. Um, and then as, even as they were, they were laying off people at my job, and I, in the midst of that, I got a raise and a promotion. So God Praise has God. blessed us abundantly. And just, I, I just want to encourage all of you, just keep chasing after God. Run with reckless abandon after God. Praise him in the morning. Praise him in the noontime. Praise him in the evening. And just see what God will do for you. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Come here, Risa. I need an interpreter. Okay. Uno de los versículos que más me me llamó a mí me impactó el. One of the, the verses that impacted her. Fue que dice que el ángel de Jehová acampa alrededor nuestro. Para mí, la, la alabanza y la adoración a Dios es un arma contra el enemigo. Un, eh, en cualquier situación que me encuentre, en cualquier momento crítico que esté en mi vida, alabar a Dios me da la libertad. Me liberta en el medio de la alabanza, me pongo a danzar, me pongo a adorarlo. Y cualquier situación que esté pasando, cualquier problema, ahí soy soy libertada por medio de la alabanza. En mi casa, en la cocina, hay un ventanal que me da una vista preciosa para la naturaleza. En el medio del dolor y la aflicción, porque todos pasamos por las aflicciones y dolores, Dios me dijo, mientras que te mantenga en adoración y alabanza, As long as you maintain yourself in praise and in worship, ningún arma forjada contra ti prosperará. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. Así que alábenlo, adórenle que es un alma poderosa contra el enemigo. So worship and praise him because it's a powerful weapon against the enemy. Y siempre me lleva a Isaías 43 que and somos hechura de sus manos. And it takes me to Isaiah uh, 43 which we are made by his hands. Y que nada podemos temer mientras que lo adoramos. Tememos y le And we will not fear because he made us, so we will worship. Amen. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Come here, Francella. Magdalia, you're next. Okay. 
I want another man. So come on. Okay, bro. well, Brother Jeff, I didn't see you. I mean, I okay, I see you now. I see you now. I see you now, my brother. I'm seeing you now, my brother. I see you now. You got your notes? Good night. Good night? Um, <laughs> wow, that was... <laughs> As I read Psalm 34, I, you know, was very enthused with David from a child and just thought that he was the greatest because we had to learn these Psalms at school, so we knew them. However, as I was reading this one, the Holy Spirit impressed upon me that we need to serve the Lord. Amen. We need to praise him. We need to trust him. And more than ever, he emphasized to me that David, through all his conflicts, he had a lot of conflicts and he had a lot of fears. David was being pursued or he was pursuing somebody. You know, he was always in something, he was always on the go. But he never forgot in all of his trials, all of the tribulations that came to him to praise God. He would lie prostrate, he would lie prostrate on the ground, praising God, seeking God, he always sought God. So, you know, that was good. So God brought me to a scripture here in um, Hebrews 4, Hebrews 4, 9, where it said, the things, those things which we have both learned and received. Philippians, Philippians, Philippians you mean. Philippians 4. Yeah, 4, 9. 4, 9. Those things that we have learned and received and heard and we have seen do, and the God of peace shall be with us. But we're talking about us. So then he brought me... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So then he brought me to Psalm 67, and that's what he actually wanted me to share between the serving of God, the praising, and the worship. And if we would do that, we'd seek him first, his kingdom, his righteousness. And if we would praise him, which is what he likes, he just, just adores that. And David knew how to put it on. David just yeah. plastered love and praise on Jesus and on God and reference to Jesus. He made so many references. But here's what he brought to Psalm 67 showed me. Psalm 67. I'm going to be quick. I'll read it in two minutes. It says, Psalm 67 says, God be merciful unto us and bless us and cause his face to shine upon us and seal us that thy way may be known upon the earth, thy saving health among all nations. Let the people praise thee, O God, let all the people praise thee. O let the nations be glad and sing for joy, for thou shalt judge the people righteously and govern the nations upon earth, Selah. Let the people praise thee, O God, let all the people praise thee. Then shall the earth yield her increase, and God, even our own God, shall bless us. God shall bless us, and all the ends of the earth shall fear him. So when we are not praising God, when we are not doing those things that we should be doing, we are keeping people from enjoying this, you know, this, this blessing. This is a blessing here, right? Also, it's not just a blessing, but it's a command. Praise him, he says. Praise me. Amen. So if we would praise him, people would see us praising God. That's what I gather. Amen. People would see us praising God, and they would want to imitate what we are doing. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Here, so hold that. Yeah, let's do that one. Okay, thank you. Thank you. I don't want to reach around. <laughs>
Okay, come here, Magdalia. Run, 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 run. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Hallelujah. You're next, Brother Jeff. Uh, good evening, everyone. Um, I, I have so much to say, but I'm not going to say it. I'm going to be short and sweet. I do want to say that on Saturday evening, my family and I were sitting down and we were talking and we were talking about worshiping and all of a sudden and we were talking about the great things that God had done for our family and many things that we have seen the Lord do and all of a sudden I said to my son you know what I need to worship I just need to worship and we turned our TV on to a channel that brings uh, songs, worship songs, and they started to play the song Waymaker, mm -hmm. Waymaker, Miracle Worker. At the moment that song, the person that was singing the song was so anointed in the spirit that you could not help but to start worshiping yourself. So we all started to worship right there in the midst of our family room. And we began to, I began to tear up because the Lord began to bring to my mind all of these miracles and things that he does for us. And the only thing he wants from us is worship. Amen. Worship. That's all he wants. And my verse is the verse on the first, the first verse. And before this even became an assignment, I, when I read it, I said, oh my Lord, you are um, confirming the word that the pastor brought on Sunday. When he began to speak about worshiping and how in the midst of his pain and all the circumstances he was going through, and I know that the whole church has been going through different circumstances, but to lose someone as close as our bishop, whew, that is hard. And you know what? It takes strength to worship. Yes. And the Lord took me to that moment in my life when I was admitted a long time ago, before I even became a member of the church, I was admitted, and I was dying in a hospital. In the hospital, and doctors could not find what was wrong with me. And the Lord spoke to my life, and he said, it's so easy to worship when all things are well. Can you worship me mm. in the midst Hardship. That's good. That's all he said to me, and I said, "Wow!" And I, in that very moment, I began to worship the Lord, and I began to thank Him. And all of a sudden, after being in the hospital for thirty days, that doctors were coming in and out, scratching their hair because they couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. All of a sudden, they brought me a medication, and boom! The next day, I was sent home. The Lord had a message. All he wants us to do is worship him. And this verse that says, verse first, I, I apply it to my life and to what the pastor was saying. It says, I want to read it in Spanish. I, I, it means more to me when it's in Sing my it, language. Read it in Spanish. But it says, Bendeciré a Jehová en todo tiempo. Su alabanza estará de continuo en mi boca. I will bless the Lord all the times his praise shall continuously be in my mouth continuously it means in good times in bad times in hard times and easy Hallelujah. and all time and when the bish and when the pastor started preaching about worshiping i wanted to jump out of the balcony i was in the top part 
Let me tell you, the Holy Spirit moved, and you confirmed the word that we have received on the Saturday. You have confirmed that word. And everybody here has been able to testify of how greatness it is to just worship the Lord. It doesn't matter. And it says, at all times. times. Amen. Praise God. Brother Jeff. Brother Jeff. Hallelujah. Gloria a Dios, santo, santo, santo. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm goofy, I know. I don't know all y'all spiritual. Uh, you, God's going to use me to just tell you where it's at. Y'all have some good verses from Psalms 34. This is what I got out of Psalms 34. Two verses. 13 and 14. It says, keep thy tongue from evil and thy lips from speaking guile. It says, depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you, last night we had a commission meeting. I don't even need to go on. It was rough. There was some stuff that was said about me last night. And I kept thinking, keep thy tongue from evil and thy lips from speaking guile. Amen. I wanted to come through the uh, TV at the, at the commission meeting and lay some evil on one of my colleagues. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. I got home. Oh, actually, I was already at home. Thank God. Because it would have been rough if I had been physically at City Hall. But after, when I, before I went to bed, Pastor, I started, I prayed. And I said, Lord, you got, uh, check me out. If there's anything in me, I repent of it. I let it go. Lord, I'm going to leave it alone. And then today, the individual that was doing all the evil, I had a chance to talk to him at City Hall. I went to City Hall. I said, oh, I need to go talk to this brother because I'm going to lay on him. <laughs> Depart from evil. Do good. Seek peace and pursue it. When I saw him, my heart wasn't to, uh, to, 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 to impart, to impose evil on him. My heart was only to do good to him and to seek peace and to pursue it and in that moment I had an opportunity to witness to my colleague about the importance of being honorable and about the importance of being doing the things that are right and about uh, and I shared scriptures with them if you had asked me if I was able to do that last night I probably would have said no but today God gave me an opportunity to witness to this person today uh, because if folks if all we're going to do is uh, show evil against people that show evil against us, they're never going to get born again. That's so right. you and I, we have got to go beyond that, and we have got to truly be what the Lord wants us to be, and that's what I got out of these scriptures. Thank you, Pastor. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Come on, Pastor Diane. I know you're itching. You got all day tomorrow, <laughs> but she's itching. Okay. Praise. There's something in 
here. That's not that. And I saw that in verses Psalms 34, 11 through 14. Now he said the when and the hows and all that, so I listened to what he said, okay. But in the New Living uh, Bible, New Living Bible translation, Psalms 34, 11 through 14. I'm going to read it because it's kind of hard to understand in the King James. Come, my children. Here the Lord, here David goes into prophesying and teaching. Mm-hmm. Come, my children, and listen to me, and I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Do any of you want to live a life that is long and good? Then watch your tongue. Keep your lips from telling lies. Turn away from evil and do good. Work hard at living in peace with others. That's what you did, Brother Jeff. Number one, how do I keep the promise of God? This promise of God by fearing the Lord, by watching my tongue, keep from telling lies, and always be truthful. Turn from evil, do good, and work hard at living in peace with others. Number two, why do I want to obey Psalms 34, 11 through 14? I obey, I obey because my desire is to live long so I can fulfill my purpose, Amen. plan, and expectation that the Lord has for me. Number three, I added when. When do I do this? I practice it every day. It is my lifestyle choice of praise. Where, number four, where do I practice this lifestyle choice? I practice or exercise it in every situation and circumstance. To me, these verses are the keys of living the God-like life. I can't fail with these promises. And this lifestyle will bring praise to Almighty God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Let's stand to our feet. I'm losing money. You're losing money. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. Let's stand to our feet. Let's bring the worship team back up here. Hallelujah. Praise God. See? I mean, I could go long, but it's 830, and I know, we, I know a lot our young people need to have school tomorrow, and teachers have to get or still have to teach, whether they're in front of a camera or a computer or there. They still have to. Oh, by the way, we have a teacher here that got the teacher of the year, Sister Pam Farron. And I'm telling you, that's a miracle. That's a miracle because she was involved in other things in the school and they brought her back into teaching again and, and you won. That's God. That is God. Only God. So nothing's impossible for God. See, what I got out of all of this is that God will take you places that you may not want to go. I love what about Gath, about the wine press. See, to David, he didn't see it as a wine press, but to God, God already knew what Gath was all about. See, you got to realize something. In David's mind, All of Gath has heard the songs of Saul has killed his thousands, but David has killed his ten thousands. So David said, "Mm, I got to do something. Because they're going to know who I am because I killed their, their, their man. I killed Goliath. And... So he became mad. He, he, he acted mad. But his madness had a purpose. 
had a plan, had an expectation. No matter what the situation is, there's always a plan, a purpose, plan, and expectation of God. You may not like where you have to go, but there's always a purpose, plan, and expectation. You may not like what you're, th- what you're going through, but there's always a purpose, plan, and expectation. It may look ugly. It may feel ugly. It may not be fair because life's not fair. But you praise him. You praise God. The world will think you're mad. But God knows everything. The world does not understand God. Because they are of their father. But God understands everything. And to the world, it may look mad, but to God, it's a sign of praise. Just keep praising him. Just keep praising him. And then when you get through what you're getting through, you keep praising him. You keep praising him. Because there's the next thing. And then there's the next thing and the next thing. You are never, I'm telling you right now, if you have a hard time praising God now, here on earth, then you better think about where you want to go because, <laughs> because heaven is going to be full of praise. 24-7, seven days a week, 365 days a year. There is no time. It's going to be a, a continual praise and worship to our, to our heavenly Father. So that's why you got to learn how to do it now. That's why David's telling us, prophetically telling us. But that's one thing. But the greatest thing in all of Psalms 34 is verse 20. The prophetic of a Savior. He, he says, he keepeth all the bones, not one of them is broken. That is the prophetic of Jesus Christ on the cross. Not one bone was broken. David spoke of this, and it jumped out at me, and I'm like, wow. That in the midst of all that David, David was prophesying, David was just sharing the truth. And because of that, he got the victory. Today, you can have the victory. You just lift up your hands and give him praise. You got anything? Let's just just praise him right now. Let's just praise him.